Hello, and welcome to Ready, Set, Retire, an audio guide packed with information to help you achieve a successful retirement. I'm your co-host, John McComb, and it's my pleasure to join Lori Pinkowski every two weeks to talk about financial and estate planning, travel, hobbies, and so much more. Whether you are planning for retirement or already living your retirement dreams, Ready, Set, Retire is for you. And Lori, increases in inflation can have repercussions on your savings and investments, which you may be relying on to partially fund your retirement. Uh, You may even consider postponing your retirement so that you can save more money for your retirement dreams. That's right, John. The annual inflation rate in Canada is 3.3% as of right now. Of course, when you look at last year, it was close to 9%, so we're seeing improvements. But rising prices could create a gap between your planned income and what you actually need to pay your bills. And uh, so we've been having this conversation very frequently with clients in terms of their cash flow and how they're feeling about inflation, because we're all feeling it, whether it's gas, food, travel have even gone up. So for retirees, it can really affect, well, their psyche, but also uh, the amount that they need to withdraw. So in this edition of Ready, Set, Retire, we're going to be talking about inflation and its impact on retirement planning, the importance of considering inflation when you sit down and have a retirement conversation with your financial planner, uh, the effect of inflation on people's existing retirement savings, and some key points to manage the effects of inflation. So let's start off at the very top. How does inflation impact retirement planning? Yeah, inflation is one of the biggest threats, I would say, to current and soon-to-be retirees. The most common effect of inflation is the loss of purchasing power. So you will need more money to maintain your standard of living. When you're working, you're earning a wage and wages tend to keep up with inflation. Usually, I guess over the last year, that probably wouldn't be the case either because inflation was out of control. But retirees don't have the option to go back to work. And some expenses, such as medical expenses, just are ongoing. So you have to keep that all in mind, or we do, especially when we're talking to our retired clients. And so when you retire and stop working, you're essentially transitioning from getting paid to paying yourself. So really, the responsibility is on the retiree now to make sure that their nest egg delivers an inflation-indexed life income. And that's where we come in to help, John. That's why we do financial plans and retirement plans. And that's why I think they're so important. you got to take inflation into account, and you have to take taxes into account. Well, we've been in an extended period of low inflation prior to what we've been experiencing uh, more recently. So how does that change the retirement conversation? Yeah, you know, it's a lot different than what it was. This is also a point where you've had high inflation as well as the markets down last year. So you've got two things hitting you from all sides and and those with debt, it's even harder. So, you know, it's definitely something that needs to be addressed, but it needs to be kept in context too in terms of inflation. You know, from my perspective, we've always included inflation in those financial plans. As I was saying, we were using a rate of 2% probably for the last two decades. And now we are using 3%. And some clients, you know, ask, well, that seems a little low, right? Especially when inflation was at 7%. We're actually still using 3% in the plans. And the reason is, is because inflation is here for now, but it's not forever. And when we're planning out 20, 30, 40, plus years, we want to use the long-term historical average. 
And that is just over 3%. And I think it's three and a quarter if you take back the last 50 years, including the 80s and when the inflation was super high. So that's what we use. And that is why we do the plans so that we don't want anybody to outlive their money. And uh, it never had that happen yet. So it's not, never going to happen. Let's put it that way. And what clients are always worried about is if inflation stayed high for a long period of time. But I'll tell you this, that even the Bank of Canada is talking about next year, inflation rate would be 3% and the year after back down to 2% in uh, 2025. I personally believe that it'll we'll see 2% in the next 6 to 12 months. So I think we're almost there and they are going to pause on interest rates and, and life is going to move on. And at some point, everybody, they're going to reduce rates because they've gone too far. They always make mistakes like that, don't they? Well, and let's talk about the uh, the issue of debt, because some retirees might still be carrying debt, like a mortgage or a line of credit, uh, certainly credit cards. And so higher interest rates are going to mean higher payments to service the debt every month. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that is the issue with lines of credit. People are using their homes somewhat as a bank account. And it's not, not even for retirees. I'd say it's not that way, actually. They took money out of their home to do a renovation or something. That's usually what I've seen. And that is a problem because now lines of credit, even home equity line of credit are sitting around six, seven percent, you know, and unsecured even higher. So that is always a conversation we are having as well with clients who have debt. And remember, I've always said, you know, all debt is not bad. Some people took money out of their home to go buy a rental property, for example. And yeah, it sucks right now because rates are so high, but again, they won't be high forever and your rental property is going to be fine. It will go up in price. So that's what you have to think about too, the long term, not just month to month. So how does inflation affect people's existing retirement savings and how does it affect people differently? Well, the most affected are those who are close to the line in terms of having enough money to fund their retirement. You know, there's less margin for error, right? If somebody is just kind of squeaking by. If somebody has a healthy investment portfolio, they tend to be less affected by inflation, I would say. Or again, if if they're working and they're bringing a paycheck, maybe. But as a retiree, you know, I think that what's important to recognize is that you may be affected by this for a year, maybe two years, but again, not forever. Like even travel prices are starting to come down, which is which is positive for a lot of retirees who are hoping to travel in retirement. At first, you had COVID, and then you have super high airfare. So it hasn't been a great few years for those wanting to travel in retirement. So that's what I would be looking at in terms of retirement savings and making sure that people have enough to get them through. You know, a lot of pensions out there, too, are not indexed by inflation, uh, which is not great. Uh, You've got CPP and OAS, that is, but a lot of company pensions are not. So that is not helpful. And so what we want to look at when we're planning for the long term is taking a look at RSPs and all their non-registered accounts and just making sure that they have enough for cash flow. And again, increasing the amount people are taking if needed too. If you need to increase by a bit to get you through this high inflationary period, then you want to talk to us or talk to your financial advisor and have them increase your monthly payments. Most Canadians don't have a company pension plan, so they're relying a lot on investments and RRSPs and other things. Uh, What do they need to think about in these times of, of high inflation? Should they try to contribute more or what advice do you have? Yeah, I mean, for most Canadians, the responsibility for retirement lies on our shoulders. The government is not giving you enough. It's not like Europe when you retire and you get $5,000 a month or whatever they get. 
you know, it's very low when you take OAS and CPP only, let's just say. You didn't have any other investments. It's super low. But in terms of RSPs, I think what's important is that you contribute as much as you can as early as you can. A lot of people in retirement end up hating their RSPs or RIFs because then they have to pay tax on all the money that comes out. But they forget that they had 20, 30, 40 years of tax-free growth in the RSP. And then you have this kind of combination of an issue right now because markets are down, right? And people are withdrawing from their RSPs. And you just have to know that's why, you know, when a financial plan is done, we use an average annual rate of return of five or six percent. And if you look at a very long term average of markets or portfolios, and I'm talking like 10, 20 years, people average. And again, if you look at when you're in the next bull market, average eight percent, right? Uh, you know, six to nine percent somewhere in there. And so it may not feel like that right now just because the markets have been down. But we'll get out of this just like we always do. You know what I mean? I mean, you look at a long-term chart of the stock market, it goes up. So this time is no different. And, you know, people like to talk about this time is different. No, it's not. It's a pullback. It's a correction. It's a bear market. And you have to keep living if you're retired. You have to keep your income going. So there are years you're going to be withdrawing when markets are down, and there's years you're going to be drawing when markets are higher. So retirement planning requires exploring assumptions and making reasonable decisions for forecasting. It's hard to predict the future. So how do you guide your clients through that particular process? Yeah, different people will have different financial needs in retirement. That's why it's so important that myself and the team gets to know everybody because there's no family that's the same. People have a lot of biases when envisioning their retirement. Many people assume their retirement lifestyle based on, you know, stories they heard from other people, what they should be doing, things they've read on the internet, or they've always had dreams and aspirations in retirement. You know, they wanted to go biking in Europe or they wanted to learn how to dance in Argentina. Like I have had clients do that. And so it's very specific to that person or that couple, what they plan to do. And so There's no right or wrong retirement for a person. But what I do believe in is that if you are married or you have a spouse and you don't have the same retirement dreams or goals, go do it alone. It's okay. You only have one life. And I'm referring most to that when they have a spouse that doesn't want to travel and one that does. And it's just, it's, it's hard to negotiate that, you know? And so my belief is, is, you know, get on a plane, go by yourself, go to Africa, go on a safari and uh, let the spouse stay at home and read a book. And that is how you can achieve a happiness in retirement because you don't want resentment. No, definitely not. Or regret that you didn't do it or Absolutely. do things. Yeah. So what are the, some of the things that retirees and soon-to-be retirees can do to protect their retirement from inflation? Well, review and make inflation adjustments like what we do in the financial plans that we moved it to 3%. That just helps us better understand where people are. And some clients will ask us to use a higher inflation rate, and we will if it makes them feel better. And no one can really completely avoid the effects of inflation, but a financial plan can at least put it on paper so you're not fretting. And consider delaying government benefits, such as CPP and OAS. If you have enough money to retire and are in reasonably good health, delaying government benefits can also help with inflation in that this is the biggest increase that CPP has ever given or one of the biggest. So if you can defer it and not take it because you're still working and you're 65. So just because you turn 65 doesn't mean you should just automatically say yes. Talk to us first, I would say. 
Just to give you an idea about CPP, so an example, after 65, payments increased by 0.7% each month, maxing out at a 42% increase after five years at age 70. So if you wait from 65 to age 70, you would get 42% more, to summarize that. OAS, after 65, payments increased by 0.6% per month, maxing out at 36% extra after five years at age 70. So that can help. And again, you don't want to starve just because you want more payments later. This all comes into account when we're doing the, the planning. But if you can afford to wait, it can make sense. And also, if you expect to live a long time. See, that's the one one factor we don't get a notice about is uh, your end of life. So unfortunately, we can't uh, foresee what that's going to be. But um, again, if you have enough money to retire, you shouldn't just grab CPP and OAS if you don't need it. So what are some of the uh, asset classes that a person can look at in terms of investing to try to protect themselves against inflation? Asset classes. Yeah, so asset classes. So like real estate, stocks, bonds, GICs, things like that. To protect yourself against inflation, uh, real estate, uh, owning real estate is one way to keep up with inflation. And again, it goes in cycles. Property values will likely come down next year, I would say, just because of high rates. And the, the only reason it's being held up right now is because of low inventory. However, we know that can change very quickly if people can't afford their mortgages. And so retirees often have paid off their first home. And of course, the stock market is another one. The stocks almost always outpace inflation, except when you have a crash of 2022, mm-hmm. where you have super high inflation and markets are down. But uh, again, we're not even investing for next year. You're investing for the next 20, 30, 40 years, depending on your age in retirement. And so stocks are the most liquid and uh, definitely will get you over and above inflation. GICs and bonds right now, which we just talked about, John, I guess a couple of weeks ago, but GICs tend not to keep up with inflation, but these are one of those times where actually inflation is lower than the guaranteed rate that you're getting from a GIC. So that is a positive, but eventually rates will go back down again and so will inflation. The other thing I'll say about the stock market or investing in a portfolio is that you also want to try not to time the markets. You know, this is again where if you look over the last 10 years, if you miss the best 20 days, you could have had a negative return for that decade. I don't think a lot of people realize that. That's amazing, actually. Yeah, it is. You have to have skin in the game, as we say. So even if I see markets falling and I'm a very active manager we're raising cash, doing all of that, but you wouldn't see me go to 100% cash, nor would I advise a client to go to 100% cash because you just don't know when that table turns. And usually you will have no green flashing light saying, get back in, get back in. And those top 20 days are those first days after a crash or a correction. So that's why, you know, we look at the quality of companies that we have. That's why we don't do anything high risk. I know that if Microsoft is down, it's not going to go under, you know what I mean? Or Royal Bank or, you know, whatever it may be that we're buying. And we think outside the box. We're not just investing in the top 60 Canadian stocks. We go straight into the U.S. and want to own things that are in favor. But those that try to time the market more and, you know, they get a little bit more worried sometimes as they lead up into retirement. Again, I can't emphasize enough that, yes, there's been inflation. Yes, interest rates are high. This is just part of a cycle and it will change again. 
and in five or ten years, we'll have a whole new problem that we can all talk about at length <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and figure out the solution to that. But it's like everyone's so shocked when you start having these, you know, inflation is a bit shocking because it hasn't been so high for so long. Yeah. But people remember the 80s and people walking away from their homes. And so that sticks with you for years and years and years. But like I said, since that time, we've had lots of different problems. So, you know, you're guaranteed to have a problem at some point in the in the world, in the economy, in the stock market. But the world always gets over it. You know, I was just thinking, remember when it was the Greek financial crisis that was going to be <laughs> the end of the end of the financial world? And we talked about that for <laughs> a few weeks and then that went away. And there's Probably always, for a whole year. Yeah. yeah there's I, something I, else I, that's going to come along and, sh- you know, shake things up. But as you say, we get over it, we get past it, and we get on with it. Yeah. Like, I mean, markets move up higher. I think it's 80% of the time or 85%. Like, it's it's a big number. It just feels like this one is just because it's such a long time. But when you start coming out of a bear market and you get back into a bull market where everyone's excited and throwing money into any stock they can buy, that time will come again. And that's when markets have those big years, right? And that provides a lot of cushion so that in retirement, when you're withdrawing money, you made a whole bunch of money years before. So don't worry about it, right? You just got to keep on uh, living and have a financial plan and continue on with retirement. Inflation, no inflation, high rates, not high rates, good market, bad market. Life must go on. Inflation can't affect how much your retirement dollars will really be worth over time. Inflation can devalue your savings and income. That's why it's important to understand how inflation can impact your retirement plan, and what strategies to implement to ensure you have assets to last you through retirement. You keep telling me I'm going to live to be 90, and I keep saying, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to make it to 90. John, Oma is 103. I know. I feel, I'm going to be 115. That's how I, I feel. So I, I believe, well, again, quality <laughs> of life is important, though, too, right? Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> Well, she wasn't she wasn't in broadcasting for 50 years. So, I, you know. Yeah, I know. That's why you need a long, happy retirement. The stresses are different. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm sure. Uh, so in terms of retirement and inflation, so it's just it's crucial that you're talking to, again, if you're our client, us or a financial advisor about your retirement plan and make sure that inflation is adjusted in that plan. And inflation can be scary if nothing is done about it and it got out of control, which it did last year. But then the central banks around the world moved in and raised rates and things settled down. And that's why you have inflation coming down to where it is today at just over 3% in Canada. And so, again, we want to make sure that you're achieving your goals in retirement and your money outlives you. That's what we want. And it will. And it, and it does, especially when you have a plan. So continue on with life, but talk to us if inflation is affecting your monthly cash flow. And like I said, we're planning for the very long term here. All right. We like to wrap up Ready, Set, Retire with a quote. What kind of quotes have you found around the, <laughs> the issue of inflation? Inflation is a form of tax, a tax that we all collectively must pay. Ugh. How do you give inflation an even worse feeling, you know, and then you add tax to it? (laughs) Really? So you get gasoline prices and groceries and then inflation in and of itself is just a a tax that we all Exactly. All right. Perfect. We will catch up and do this again in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, I hope you get over your cold. Uh, I hope so, too. (laughs) A summer cold is just no fun, I tell you. No fun at all. No. Thanks, Sean. I look forward to talking to you soon. 
And that's a wrap for this week's edition of Ready, Set, Retire. If you're interested in learning more or have any questions, please don't hesitate to call Lori and her team at Pinkowski Wealth Management, 604-695-LORI, 604-695-5674. For Lori Pinkowski, I'm John McComb. Thanks for listening and join us again in two weeks for another edition of Ready, Set, Retire. The comments and opinions expressed in this podcast are the result of work done by Lori Pinkowski. They may differ from the opinion of Canaccord Genuities Research and should not be considered as representative of Canaccord's beliefs, opinions, or recommendations. All views expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and do not constitute an offer or solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management is a division of Canaccord Genuity Corp., member of the CIPF and IROC.